this is the Naturals Off-Season Podcast, week number three, recorded on Wednesday, November 2nd, 2016. I'm Benjamin Kelly. Coming up on this edition of the Naturals Off-Season Podcast. Ryan O'Hearn was named an Arizona Fall League All-Star this past week, and he'll join us coming up later on in the show. Ramon Torres currently leads the Dominican Winter League in batting average, and the Puerto Rican League is underway. But first, to the World Series. Only one natural remains in the World Series, and it's left-hander Mike Montgomery pitching for the Chicago Cubs. Montgomery has been a key asset to Joe Madden's bullpen, even though it seems like Araldis Chapman is uh, the only man down there. But Montgomery has pitched in four games of the six thus far in World Series play. Now, mind you, Game 7 is set to play tonight, Wednesday, November 2nd, so these stats just through the first six games. Five appearances, I should say, not four. Five appearances in the World Series, and has allowed a run on three hits over four and a third innings for a 2.08 ERA. He pitched in Game Six in relief of Arietta entering in the sixth inning and worked a full inning of scoreless baseball. So Mike Montgomery continues to be a key cog in that back end of the bullpen for the Chicago Cubs, and we'll see how it all plays out in Game Seven. Moving into the Arizona Fall League action, the All-Stars for the 11th annual Arizona Fall League Fall-Star game were announced earlier this week with the lone representative for the Royals being first baseman Ryan O'Hearn. Ryan has hit safely in 10 of his last 11 games, batting 389 over the stretch with a pair of doubles and four RBIs. Unfortunately for Ryan and his surprise teammates were no hit on Tuesday's game, November the 1st, by a trio of pitchers Two from the Oakland A's system, Dylan Covey and Frankie Montas, both of the A's, as I mentioned, both pitched in this Texas league previously in 2016. And Drew Strickenrider of Miami pitched a scoreless ninth. O'Hearn was one of three base runners in the one nothing no-hit loss, drawing a walk. In his third plate appearance, O'Hearn went 0 for 2. On the pitching side of things, Royals prospect Eric Stout has continued to do well. In his six appearances this season, Eric has allowed just two runs over seven innings of work for a 2.57 ERA. And with five strikeouts and three walks, he's been pretty good for surprise. He also earned the save on October 27th at Peoria last week. Josh Dalmont had his first rough outing of the autumn. The right-hander allowed five runs, four earned on three hits, and struck out six with a pair of walks on October the 28th at Scottsdale. He still ranks third in the fall league with 17 strikeouts over 14 in the third innings as of November the 2nd, and third among starters in whip with a 0.98 whip, trailing San Diego prospect Kyle McGrath and St. Louis prospect the left-hander Austin Gomber. Both those two guys also pitched in this league, McGrath with San Antonio, and Gomber, you may remember him from the Texas League postseason. Uh, he pitched for Springfield. Evan Beal has worked five straight scoreless outings, spanning over five innings of work. Beal worked in November 1st loss to Mesa and a lot of hit. His first hit he has allowed. Since October the 14th, he's got six strikeouts over seven and a third innings of work. It's good to see Evan continue his strong stretch after a couple of rough outings to begin his fall league season. Remember, for a full rundown of the Royals in the fall league, make sure you check out the video version of this podcast called Just the Offseason, which you can find on our website, nwanaturals.com, or of course, on our social media platforms. 
Well, there are plenty of former Naturals and Royals farmhands playing in the Dominican Winter League, and one in particular has continued to boost his own stock. It's a home run for Ramon Torres, a solo blast here in the eighth inning. Former Naturals infielder Ramon Torres leads the Dominican Winter League in batting average through his first nine games for Los Gigantes del Ciballo. Batting 472 with two homers, three RBIs, three doubles and a triple, Torres hit a leadoff home run in the bottom of the first inning off Marlins farmhand Brian Evans on October 30th in the Gigante 6-5 loss. Now, Ramon is such an interesting player. When Torres played in Northwest Arkansas in 2015 and 2016, he was really a contact hitter, very consistent, and he would constantly put together hitting streaks 13 to 15 games at a time and play a very sound middle infield defensively. I can remember, though, talking to a scout about Ramon, and he basically said that there really isn't a plus tool, a major league tool, if you will, for Torres, but if he keeps hitting and continues to play strong up the middle, someone, somewhere, will find a spot for him, I'm convinced. The Royals obviously value his versatility and his ability to switch hit, and we all know how Kansas City front office values defense. Well, Ramon fits that prototype. They expressed their value in him last season by placing him on the 40-man roster this past year, protecting him from the Rule 5 draft. And you got to think, too, with second base being seemingly wide open with the big league club, Torres may have a shot to compete, so make sure you keep your eye on him. Los Tigres de Lice seem to be the Royals of the Dominican because six, all former naturals, mind you, play for Lice, arguably the most prestigious team in the DR. Lice announced on Tuesday the addition of shortstop Raul Mondesi to the roster. He has not yet made a debut for the Tigers. Hunter Dozier, who got his first taste of the big leagues this last offseason after opening the year with Northwest Arkansas, played in a couple of games over the last week and is 2-for-7 on the young season. Dozier went 2-for-3 on October 28th, his latest appearance as of November the 2nd, and it was reported on Tuesday night according to Arvin Gonzalez, a sports commentator for CDN Radio 92.5 FM for the show La Voz del Fanatico, he recently tweeted that Dozier will play for Lise up until Thanksgiving. Jorge Bonifacio has been consistently in the lineup for Los Tigres. With hits in three straight, he's batting 226 in nine games with a double and an RBI. On the pitching side of things for Lise, right-hander Luke Farrell has not allowed an earned run in his first two starts and worked five innings of shutout baseball on October 30th with a pair of strikeouts and no walks, but did not factor in the 2-0 win over Las Estrellas Orientales. He retired eight of the, his nine final batters as well. Well, with as good as Farrell has been, left-hander Jonathan Jajic has been nearly as good, allowing just one run over nine innings of work across two starts with nine strikeouts and three walks. Jajic last pitched on October the 29th and worked five innings of one-run baseball into no decision. Both Farrell and Jajic rank in the top ten of the Dominican Winter League in ERA, with Farrell's .89 whip, good for ninth in the circuit. Jajic's nine strikeouts are tied for fifth in the league as of Wednesday, November the 2nd. Left-handed pitcher Daniel Stump has allowed one run over four innings of work, stretching across five outings for Los Toros del Este. He pitched in the 4-0 win on November the 1st, working a scoreless inning with a strikeout, a walk against Lise, and against plenty of his former teammates. Well, that's a look at the latest from the Dominican League. Here's what's happening with some naturals in Venezuela. Jeez. 
Designated hitter Samir Duenez is hitting 259 through 10 Venezuelan League games for Magallanes with three doubles and three RBIs. He doubled home a run on October the 27th in the loss to Margarita and later scored on a Mario Lison home run. He'll be an interesting guy this offseason, too. He's Rule 5 eligible, but still just 20 years old. Remember, that in order for him to be drafted by a big league club in the Rule 5 stage of the draft, he must remain on the 25-man active roster for the entire Major League season. That is, if the Royals choose not to protect him on their own 40-man roster. They don't have to make those decisions until the end of the month, so we'll talk more about that stuff in the coming weeks of November. Well, speaking of Lisson, the former Naturals third baseman is hitting 292 for Magallanes with three homers and nine RBIs currently tied for sixth in the league in big flies. Right-hander Yender Caramo continues to work out of the bullpen for Magallanes, having appeared in four games and posted a 1.50 ERA, allowing a run over six innings of work so far, so it's good to see Yender continue his strong offseason campaign. Outfielder Carlos Garcia continues to make the most of his time for Los Bravos de Margarita, batting 263 over eight games with three RBIs and four stolen bases. Carlos drove in a pair of runs in Margarita's 14-7 win over Magallanes on October the 27th. Now let's move into La Liga de Baseball Profesional Roberto Clemente, or its informal name, the Puerto Rican League. Jack Lopez is off to a terrific start in Puerto Rico for Los Tiburones de Aguadilla, or Aguadilla Sharks. Jackie is 7 for 14 through the first four games with an RBI and three stolen bases. He's the only current natural on a roster in Puerto Rico, but Irving Falou, an original 08 natural, whom the Royals signed as a free agent this past season, and Ray Navarro, who played at Arves Ballpark from 2011 to 2013, are both active in Puerto Rico as well. Falou is off to a bit of a slow start with just one hit and 14 at-bats for Los Gigantes de Carolina. He's got a stolen base as well. Falou played infield for the Naturals in 08 and appeared in 101 games, hit 301, 11th highest average in the league that year. Navarro spent 2016 bouncing around the Angels system. He plays for Los Criollos de Caguas. The Caguas native is hitting 412 with six RBIs and a double through his first four games. Navarro ranks third on the all-time Naturals franchise list in at-bats, fourth in runs scored, third in hits along with second in total bases. Coming up next on the Naturals off-season podcast, we'll be joined by first baseman Ryan O'Hearn to talk about his recent all-star selection, playing in the Fall League, and more. Stay tuned for that up next. get a head start on season 10 of naturals baseball season tickets are available now and you won't want to miss any of the fun this year remember the sooner you get them the better your seats will be for more information visit nwanaturals.com or give us a call at 479-927-4900 now let's get back to the show ryan o'hearn is one of eight royals representatives playing for the surprise saguaros he played in 112 games this past season for Northwest Arkansas, hitting 15 homers and driving in 60 with 25 doubles. He's carried that big bat into the fall league this far, and Ryan now joins us via telephone. And Ryan, 
What has your overall experience been like now, 19 games into the season of the Fall League? Yeah, I mean, it's, um, it's an experience for sure. You get to play against uh, some of you know, the most talented in the minor leagues and um, guys that are highly regarded by their own organization. So uh, it's, it's, not, it's not easy, it's tough, but it's, it's awesome to you know, play, you know, face the challenge of playing against guys that are such high-caliber um, baseball players. You were also named an Arizona Fall League All-Star this past week, the lone Royals representative to play in the upcoming All-Star game. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, same, I mean, same thing. It's another honor to be a part of that group, and um, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be an experience for me just to be able to play against truly really, like the best of the best in the minor leagues right now. And it's um, what I'm looking at is it's really a, a, a sign and a, um, it's going to show you what the big leagues could be like, you know, maybe not necessarily to that level, but as close as I've been so far. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it, and, and it's definitely a, um, an honor. And um, I was lucky enough to, you know, hit the ball pretty well the first couple of weeks out here, and uh, I'm just trying to continue that for, you know, it's a short season. You only play, what, you know, I mean, you only play for, what, five weeks. So I'm just trying to uh, just get after it every day and make the most of my time. The All-Star Game is really a chance to see the upcoming big league talent. You personally get an opportunity to see prospects like Gleyber Torres with the Yankees or Bradley Zimmer with the Indians, and you had a chance to play with one of the top prospects in all of baseball, Yoan Mankata of Boston. So how has that experience been for you? Well, I mean, you know, it's human nature to measure yourself up against them. And, um, but, I mean, it's it's – you want to do that and, and kind of see where you stand, but at the same time, I'm just trying to worry about myself and worry about my swing and my game and just trying to have quality at best. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's cool to be, you know, playing on the same team as you all on and um, getting to see, you know, what his work ethic is like and, and what he does every day is, is you know, it's, it's, a, it's a motivator for sure because, you know, I want to be in the same, you know, category as those guys my whole career. So uh, it, it'll go both ways. You see where you're at compared to them, and, and it's impossible not to measure yourself up against them. But at the same time, you really just try to focus on yourself, and, um, focus on what you're doing. I know his season was cut short in the fall league due to a thumb injury, but what are some of the things that you picked up from Mankata? Did you learn anything? Yeah, I don't know if I learned anything from him. I think, uh, you know, I've been, I've been around the game just as long as he has, but mm-hmm. um it's, you'll see, you watch him, and every once in a while you'll see a flash of greatness. You know, he does something that you're like, oh, wow. And, that's, and it's like, okay, that's why. That's why he's, you know, he is who he is. But, you know, he's, just a, he's a good baseball player, and, um, you know, he's just he's unbelievably talented and fun to watch, and you know, I think he's got a really good career ahead of him. A day in the life of a ball player is something that many people are very curious about. You have to get to the ballpark around 8.30 for a 12.35 game in the fall league. It's a little bit different than that of playing here in everyday life in northwest Arkansas. But it's definitely an early day. So what is your normal routine? Well, we got today's, a, today's different because we got, uh, we're not taking batting practice today. Kind of maybe once a week the manager just lets us roll in a little bit later. But um, Usually I, I leave the house about 7, 7.15 and get there and uh, get a workout in a couple times a week. Then early work, EP, go straight into the game. It's pretty, it's pretty similar to what you do in, um, in the season, during the season, but it's just pushed up because most of the games are at 1230. You mentioned manager, a former Royal, Carlos Fabless. 
How is his managerial style, and have you had a chance to talk to him about his days in Kansas City? Man, he's great. He's definitely a player's manager. Um, you know, makes it fun every day to show up and uh, keeps it loose and light, and, and I've really enjoyed playing for him. Yeah, I've, I've talked to him a little bit about the Royals, and um, he loves the Royals, and, you know, we just talked about mutual guys that he played against, he's, you know, played with, and, uh that I have coached me, and, and um, so, yeah, it's been awesome to, to play for Carlos. And then your hitting coach is Kevin Riggs, who managed in the Texas League a couple of years back for the Tulsa Drillers. What has he done to help you and your swing? Anytime you get to be around uh, hitting coaches that, you know, have, have all that experience and, and um, have been around and, you know, want to pick their brain and see what they think. So, I mean, yeah, it's awesome to be around Riggs and um, just – just ask him if that's about what he saw and what he thought I could do differently. Little stuff, you know, you know, it's the fall league, it's a month long, and, and uh, everybody's already played a full season. I don't think anybody's looking to make any real swing changes right now. And um, But, I mean, so, it's, you know, as far as that goes, I pretty much just pick his brain and see what he sees from the bats or bat and uh, what I could do differently. Now, the fall league is a very – it's very self-driven type league. You want to put your best possible numbers out there to help elevate your own stock, but you're also on a team. So what's the importance of winning in the fall league? I mean, I think it's important. I mean, you know, the teams come together in the first few days as guys are trying to get to know each other and stuff. And then, and then now, I mean, it's like, just like any other team, you guys, guys mesh together well. And, um, you know, our team is awesome. Everybody on the team is a great guy. And um, we've gotten along really well. And, I mean, at the same time, everybody wants to have good numbers. Well, that really doesn't happen unless, you know, you're winning and putting up numbers as a team because, I mean, how can I get in the RBIs if the guys in front of me are getting on base? And, uh, you know, so, I mean, the winning and the numbers kind of go hand in hand. So, um, yeah, there's definitely emphasis on winning. You know, as a a competitor and an athlete, I don't think any guy in the clubhouse shows up and says, oh, we could lose today. It's no big deal. All right, Ryan, i got to bring it up. You guys were no-hit on Tuesday by a trio of pitchers, Dylan Covey and Frankie Montas of the A's organization and Drew Strickenrider of the Marlins for the final inning. How good were Covey and Montas on Tuesday? Both those guys pitched in this league last year. Yeah, they're very good. They're, <laughs> they're very good, no doubt about it. But, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's the first time in the history of the league it's happened or what, but, um, yeah, we had no hit yesterday. I think there are a lot of... Hard hit balls right at guys, and sometimes this is how it works out. Well, it was the third time that it has happened in Arizona Fall League history, the first since 2001. So there's that little nugget for you. So after the Fall League ends in mid-November, what are your plans for the rest of the offseason? Man, I'm going to get in the weight room and uh, rebuild my body and, and uh, eat right and, and uh, just try to get myself ready to go for next year, be as strong as I could be. And, uh, still athletic, and, and uh, get ready to go for the next season. I'm looking forward to it already. I know we haven't stopped playing baseball. Do you set any personal goals about how much weight you want to put on, or do you set those goals at all? Uh, I don't want to put a, a, a limitation on how strong or how much you know muscle I can put on. I just want to get in there every day. And uh, same thing is, you know, in, in baseball, take, it, take every at bat one day at a time, take every workout one, one at a time, and uh, really just get after it every day. All right, Ryan, thanks for doing this. We'll see you in spring training. All right, BK. Take care, man. Folks, don't go anywhere. We'll wrap things up here on the Naturals Offseason Podcast when we return.
mini packs for season 10 of Naturals Baseball are on sale now. Want to catch all the fireworks at our best ballpark? We have a mini pack for that. You like your Thirsty Thursdays? So do we. You can get a pack of tickets for that too. You get to guarantee your same grade seat for every game. You get two meet and greets with autographs and pictures and much more. So call us at 479-927-4900 to get it set up today. Welcome back to the Naturals Off-Season Podcast. I'm Benjamin Kelly. Well, November the 2nd is a somewhat uh, sad day in the game of baseball because the season ends. But it is Game 7 of the World Series. We're all excited about that. And uh, not a whole lot has happened on the transaction front this week for the Kansas City Royals, that is. But I went about and looked up some key dates for you to keep in mind for the upcoming offseason. On November the 8th through the 10th, Major League Baseball GMs will combine and meet in Scottsdale, Arizona for the annual GM meetings. And then the following day, a new waiver period begins. And on November the 16th is the last day to ask outright waivers on an injured player if permissible. And on November the 18th is the last date to outright an injured player to the minor leagues, if permissible as well. Reserve list for all major and minor league levels filed by 8 p.m. Eastern, November the 30th. And, and that is the last day to request out, outright waivers to assign a player to the Rule 5 draft. So I guess in layman's terms, November the 30th is the drop-dead deadline for teams to add or subtract or what have you uh, for their 40-man roster to protect them from the Rule 5 draft. So those are a couple of key dates to keep in mind for the upcoming offseason as we have began the month of November. Boy, it's hard to believe. For those of you that are curious as well, the Australian Baseball League does begin on November the 17th, so we'll give you a rundown of the rosters and who from the Naturals will be playing there on next week's podcast, and we'll keep you up to date on anything else happening that should happen over the coming days as well. If you'd like to see more, make sure you head to our website, nwanaturals.com, for tickets and more commentary and everything Naturals-related. You can also tweet me, at BenjaminKelly26, with your questions, comments, and concerns by using the hashtag NaturalsOffSeason. Only 155 more days until opening day, everyone, so enjoy the rest of this one. And thanks for listening.